The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Business Lounge Show. Today I'm joined by my co-host, Steve Espach. How are you doing today, Steve? Good, Steve. Uh, good, Phil. I guess I'm Steve. Good, Phil. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks so much. That's uh, another great episode coming up. Yeah, I think so. I'm excited to have Brad. Um, you know, he's really an expert CPA. And really, the timing probably couldn't be more perfect having Brad on, uh, really considering that tax deadlines have been, have been pushed back. And I think Brad's going to really be able to give us some insight. Absolutely. Very timely. Great to have him on at this time. You, uh, if I'm not mistaken, too, Steve, didn't Brad recently acquire um, the accounting firm that you've been using for years? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is kind of an interesting sidebar story, if you will. Uh, Brad and I are fellow members of the Business Lounge, and we've known each other for quite some time. And he recently just made an acquisition of the tax accounting firm that I was using for my uh, tax prep. And uh, it's interesting that the new owner is someone that I know very, very well. So that transition is so easy, and it kind of highlights the power of uh, networking with uh, the lounge. Yeah, well, maybe it's time we introduce Brad. We've been talking about him like he's not here, and I'm looking at him on the screen. How are you doing today, Brad? Uh, doing great. Uh, great to be with both of you, with you, uh, Phil, and with you, Steve. I've known both of you for many years. Um, Phil, you and I going back all the way to high school and reconnecting through uh, business networking. And, and Steve, as you said, you and I know each other for numerous years now through the business lounge. So happy to be with both of you today. I know you're busy. Um, I know it's tax season and um, you've been doing this for a long time, but you didn't really just uh, decide to go into accounting on a whim, right? It's, it's kind of part of your pedigree, if I remember. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. So going back into high school, reading, writing were not my strong points by any means. And so I went the, the accounting route, the business classes and that in high school, trying to give it a, give it a try to see what it was like and realizing that I kind of had a knack for accounting in the profession my father had been in his whole career. Um, but if you really want the truth, going back to probably when I was about five years old, I was stuffing envelopes, sending out mailers, putting together flyers, you know, and things like that for my father as long as I can remember. And then when I graduated in 96, uh, started working with him in the family business. Uh, and did that for 24 years uh, until I acquired the practice from him in 2017. Okay. And, and you, you work side by side with them for a long time. I, I remember going back, you and your dad had a pretty good relationship, if I remember. He was a pretty great guy. Yeah. He, um, it was great because he provided me with the knowledge base that I have today, uh, provided me with the skill set that I bring to our clients that we currently have. And it was just a very easy relationship. Um, anything new that we wanted to try to, to bring in as far as technology and advancements within the industry, he was pretty hands-off and said, right, why don't you just run with it? And so that was the relationship we always had. It was, let's give this a try. What can we do to better the practice? And all in the same time, I had a great mentor in, in learning the industry world. So. And you've maintained that same office space all these years, haven't you? Yep. We're still here in, uh, in Willowbrook and started out in Westmont and moved a couple miles uh, over into Willowbrook back in the uh, beginning of 20, 2001. Okay. Well, I, I guess uh, we had mentioned it a second ago, but with tax deadlines really being extended, I guess your busy season now has kind of shifted from, right, your April, and now everyone's probably trying to get everything done now as we head into July here. Yeah, the, it has been. Um, it's been a continual flow of work. 
Um, I think people have, in general, when it comes to filing taxes, people procrastinate, in, but we're coming up on the July 15th deadline rather quickly. And we look at the tax deadline as a starting point. Uh, you know, we look at your tax return as a jump point for how are we going to um, plan for this upcoming year? You know, right now, family economy is a huge consideration for, for all of our clients. And tax planning and using your tax return as that tool to help that family economy is something that we do and we do very well. We help with cash flow management, tax planning, financial planning, and it all starts with that stack of papers. Um, most people look at their tax return as a destination. Oof, I got it done by April 15th. That's it. I'm good for another year. It's what did you learn from that point, though? And what are you doing this year um, that we do well? And we try to help our clients with day in and day out. So do, do you prefer to see your clients more than um, once a year, Brad? It is beneficial uh, for tax planning and for, like I said, for cash flow management and for family economy to talk with clients multiple times throughout the course of the year. The business clients that we have, we talk with them weekly, monthly, quarterly. The individual clients, they'll, they'll, we try to maintain some contact with them you know, a couple times a year so that things are going the direction that we, we kind of foresee or project when we do their previous year return. So Brad, let me interject here with a quick question for those listeners. So now the deadline has moved from April 15th to July 15th. What do both business owners and individuals need to be aware of because of that timing shift? Like for example, does the IRA contribution for 2019, does that get extended through July as well? What are some of the other things that are, they're gonna to have to remember or be aware of as now we uh, have a different filing season for 2020 for the 19 year? Right, so as you had talked about, about your IRA contributions, uh, those have been extended for the initial filing to July 15th. Uh, IRA contributions can also be made up until the extended due date, which is October 15th. So automatic extensions that if you weren't to have filed by April 15th, there's a six month extension that extends that time to file as well as make that IRA contribution. Number two, the other big thing we're seeing that um, well, many clients were not aware of, your estimated payments, your first and second installments, which were April 15th and June 15th, both got moved to July 15th as well. Um, so, and then That's if comes the July 15th. For the oh, current sorry, year, correct? Wow, what's that? For the current year, 2020? Correct, uh, for 2019, sorry. So, and if you don't, if you don't have your return uh, ready by July 15th, again, you could file for that extension, which will give you that three months till October 15th. Brad, do you think I need to file for an extension? Depends on when you get into my office. <laughs> if you're coming in on July 8th, we might have to have a conversation about that. So, I kind of like what where Steve had gone with that as far as getting contributions into your tax deferred or your tax qualified plans. Um, have you seen people putting in contributions not just for uh, for 19 but also for 20? That's a great question, and actually, we have the. The way, and this is Brad talking, this is, you know, please uh, have this be considered financial advice, but the stock market's at a, at a discount right now. It's on sale. And so the potential upswing, um, you know, for putting monies into a deferred account, uh, you've got some opportunity there. I can't predict when that market's going to bounce back. I can't predict how long it's going to stay down or where it's going to go from one day to the next, but getting in and, and making that contribution. Um, 
like I said, it could be, you know, it's on sale right now. So you probably, so these are common conversations that I think people are having with their clients right now. What typically people wait to make their contribution until the following year because they want their accountant to tell them how much they could put into their into their qualified plan. Right. So if we've got clients or if we've got viewers out there that are thinking about buying at a discount, like you said, and getting in their 2020 contributions, what happens if they put in too much? Are they in trouble? It, generally speaking, no, they're not in trouble. Okay. What will have to happen is is you will be you'll have to take out that excess contribution and it'll come back out in the form of a, most likely a 1099R. And you're just gonna have to pick that up as income and have it be taxed uh, in that year that the excess contribution is made. So business owners really shouldn't be afraid then to fund 20 because once they talk to their accountant or talk to you, you can go ahead and make the, uh, the, the corrections if they over contributed, correct? Uh, that's correct. And there's, there's procedures that we can do to make sure that that gets handled the right way. Yeah, those are good questions, Steve. I, I do have another question, though. I'm sorry. I, I, I seem to be rifling questions at you. It's all good. But, you know, the, 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 the file deadline was moved all the way back to July. And mm -hmm. so now we've got people that are dealing with uh, really Q3 and Q4 um, for their 2020 preparation, right, for their taxes. So what advice... Right. Can you give us here today um, on what people should be doing to manage the rest of 2020, all two quarters of it? So I'm going to kind of circle back to your 2020 contribution, IRA contribution question. It, tax season is interesting because we'll run across individuals that are trying to minimize taxation. I mean, most individuals want to minimize taxes. And so they'll sit there and you know we'll get the return done and they'll say, wow, I didn't realize I would owe that much. Can I contribute to an IRA? And we'll say, okay, sure, yeah, you can. But this is kind of an in hindsight approach towards tax planning IRA contributions. One of the things that we uh, pride ourselves on, as I mentioned earlier, is making projections for you throughout the course of the year. Taking a look at where your check stubs are at. How is your withholdings doing? Do you have kids going, getting ready to go into college? Are you contributing to 529s? Are you contributing to an IRA? What items impact taxation that are also going to be impacting cash flow. And we try to do this throughout the course of the year so that we don't have surprises come April. And so that we're not scrambling to sit there going, hey, let me make a 2019 IRA contribution here in July. Because here at this point in the year, I really like to be talking to my clients about how 2020 is going. I mean, especially with today's economy and with 2020 and the year that it's been, what and how are we going to keep more money in your pocket? I mean, it's the ultimate consideration for a lot of clients day in and day out that are working and trying to put food on the table. And that's where, you know, you talk about my father and our personal interaction. I treat my clients that same way. And that is, how is your family doing? What's new with your family? And it's a conversation. That's what the approach we take to our practice is, how are the kids? Oh, are they going to go to school? Oh, are they going into private school? Are they... Um, for example, what do we do? We're going to buy another home. Um, I have a brother-in-law that's looking to buy a second home. How is that impacting taxes there? All these components and these conversations and taking that familiar approach to clients really helps with that, um, that relationship and building that relationship and not being your typical accountant. 
So Phil, let me uh, let me interject a question here for Brad. So let's take two scenarios let, and, and a couple of different type of clients you have. Absent any life-changing events, and I would define that as a new child, marriage, uh, divorce, buying a house. These are what I might be considered life-changing events, significant events. Absent those events, how often would you like to meet with your client? So if it's an individual, not very much a complicated return, twice a year, once a year, someone with kind of a little bit more complicated return, you want to meet with them once a quarter. What, do you, what kind of guidelines do you give your clients in those kind of scenarios? If we're talking a, a simplified, non-life-changing events throughout a year, uh, you know, we'll meet once or communicate during the preparation of that prior year return. Okay. And then I'd like to touch base with them at least one other time, you know, midway through the year to see how things are going. Because you know what? Sometimes those life-changing events that you mentioned, Steve, come up. And so, you know, do we have to slide those into our projection and calculations and that? And you know what? I, outside of tax season, I like to get out of the office. So I like to go and see the clients. I like to go and meet with them, talk with them, and guess catch up. Because like I said, I think a lot of this job is about that conversation and how do you translate that into real life and, and helping people with taxation and planning for finances and so forth. Yeah, you, you really have created a consultative um, environment, not just with how you interact with me and your other clients, but I think your staff um, has taken that same approach. They're following your lead, if you will. And um, it definitely doesn't feel like I have just bought a product or paid somebody to file my taxes once a year. It feels like I really brought you onto my team. And um, I think that's really the premise of where the show is going. And uh, we really think that people need to rethink how they're purchasing anymore. Do you want to walk into a box store and just write a check and have somebody file your taxes and maybe talk to somebody else the next year and maybe somebody else the next year and somebody new for the next 30 years? Or do you want to take the people that you're doing business with and consider it as a hire? Right, Brad? So I do pay for a service through you, but by paying for that service, I've really hired you to be on my team. And uh, I, I think that's really the approach viewers should be taking today because with some of the experts that we have out there um, within the business lounge and beyond, I think the stronger we can uh, build our teams around us, whether it be as individuals or as business owners, I think the better we'll be suited to be positioned, for instance, at tax time, to have the right decisions and have the right person um, really, um, really guiding us in the direction we want to go and where we should go. Because we need expert advice. Wouldn't you agree, Brad? I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I agree with how the having those relationships and bringing things more back within a community is always been my focus uh, as a business owner, much like yourself, Phil, and much like yourself, Steve, as well. And you have names that you know, when you're sitting around and talking with a neighbor that pop right in your head when they mention, hey, do you have, do you know this? Or do you know a person that does that? It gets to a point where my neighbors laugh at me because they know that, you know, oh, Brad does have a tree guy, you know, that, you know, right. that can take care of trees, but that Brad does have a life insurance guy, Phil, and Brad does have a business acquisitions or a business consultant in Steve. And believe it or not, so when you have just ran, the same concept with my clients, having a conversation with a client, same with having a conversation with a, a friend or a family member that might need something. And we found this network of individuals that we all trust. 
because we are that community and we are that that family that we have built within the business lounge, and uh, and those names are always readily available. And I know that I would refer my brother to you, Phil, or one of my clients to you, Steve, if there when that opportunity does arise. And that's the benefit of the the lounge network. Didn't I just refer you to a client there, Brad? You did, and uh, and I appreciate that. So it's uh, it's taking off for me right now. Um, you know the signed an engagement last week. So I appreciate that, Steve. And Phil, just like yourself, I've, I've got a return that I'm wrapping up for a client of yours as well. So um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't refer you if I didn't trust you, Brad. Same here. I appreciate that. Same here. So I think I that really that. is a, that that's really going to wind up our, our conversation today. But I think for our viewers out there, Brad, if they want to get in touch with you, what is the best way that they could get a hold of Brad Kometz? Okay. Well, I will give all, all the, the typical 411 information. Phone number is 630-325-1527. Web address is www, which I don't think anyone even says that anymore, but I'll say it anyway. I do. Uh, Commets, okay. com, which is K-M-E-T-Z-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L.com. Uh, or I'm also um, over in the Community Bank of Willowbrook on the corner of 63rd and Route 83 up on the third floor. So you can find me here pretty much every day of the week. Brad, I know you're busy. It's uh, your, your busy season is always is year round, but I know you're more busy now than ever. Uh, so we appreciate your time and, and, and helping educate our viewers. Uh, Steve, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you uh, uh, being part of the team as well. Well, that's great. It's been a great conversation and yes. uh, we appreciate your insights, Brad. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. It's always good to talk with both of you and I uh, wish you both the best. Uh, the rest of the day and, and you know going forward and looking forward to continuing our working together so the following Thanks, blTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty law please enjoy <laughs>